Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today we've got a great story of malicious compliance that ends up costing a boss their bonus and his job. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, we were told we absolutely cannot use our work phone when not on the clock. The job I do requires tons and tons of communication, coordinating, and often a lot of things are time sensitive. So often, if one of us can't get a hold of someone, we are absolutely screwed. So it's been the norm for us to communicate in advance so we can plan out our day. It was never a big deal to us, as it usually takes maybe 5-10 to minutes to confirm everything's going as planned or be informed of any changes a few hours before we start the day. This is more to make our life and work easier for everybody. About two months ago, the company decided that we weren't allowed to use our work phone unless on the clock. They cracked down on everyone who did it aggressively. The supervisors and managers would even call or send a text to employees when they weren't on the clock just to test us. Anyone who replied would be written up. No matter how much we complained, they refused to budge or listen at all. They get the final saying. Grudgingly, we all agree to follow the policy. No surprise, everybody decided to just stop relying on their phone as soon as their shift is over. Surprise, surprise, nearly everybody has been late pretty much every day. A lot of appointments have been missed. Tons of mistakes have been made because nobody was able to get the answer they needed. Clients start to complain like crazy. The office and managers were immediately slammed with tons of phone calls and getting very behind on everything. This week, we were all hauled into a meeting. They were asking us what can they do to help us fix this mess. We all pissed about the whole thing as it wasn't a fun time for us either. Most of us just basically told them we warned them repeatedly and they weren't having it. So they can clean this mess up. They tried to suggest a special code so we know if it's extremely urgent. But no one wants to carry their personal phone and work phone around all the time, just for in case. In fact, most of us told them we just turn the phone off or put it on mute as soon as we get home. They tried to float the idea of making us all salary, which was immediately shot down, as they have a horrible history of overworking their salary workers. They tried to ask us if we were willing to go back to the old way. It didn't went well either as there was a mixed reaction. Some were cool with the idea, some were like, absolutely not unless I'm getting paid for that time, and some just flat out don't want to deal with the phone when they aren't on the clock at all. The meeting ended without anything being fixed. Now the CEO and HR and other upper managers have been pulling their hair out trying to figure out how to navigate this delicate screw up. It was so glorious to watch them running into the wall repeatedly over stupid adjustments that nobody wants. Literally, what did they expect? And I can't blame any of those co-workers. I wouldn't want to have to carry around an extra phone for a just-in-case situation either. I'm the kind of person that I prefer my pockets if I'm out anywhere to be as empty as possible. 
Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy awesome stories of malicious compliance, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, don't give me directions, I know where I'm going. Years ago, I used to work in a movie theater that served food, I was a waitress. A little bit of background, the women's bathroom is right next to theater 13. The sign is right between the doors for the bathroom and the theater. We never have issues because people can tell which is which. Theater 12 and 13 are right next to each other. The sign for Theater 12 is right between the doors for 12 and 13. This sign does confuse people since it is hard to tell which door it is referencing. One night, I was working and saw some customers walk up. I greeted them and asked them what theater they were looking for. They stated they were looking for Theater 13. I pointed them to the door for Theater 13. The customers started yelling at me saying I was lying and they know because they've been here before and they know where the theaters are. I said something along the lines of, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you'd spend so much time here and knew where everything was. Clearly they knew my place of employment better than me, what was I thinking? I went off to the corner where my coworkers and I were doing paperwork and watched as they looked around very confused. They walked into theater 12 and realized it was the wrong movie. They looked around for a few minutes more confused. They checked theaters 1 and 2. My coworkers were talking and one of them is way less petty than me and started to feel bad for them. I told him not to help them. I didn't feel bad since he was rude and stated he could find it himself. After 5 minutes of wandering around, the three men walked into the women's bathroom. The women started screaming at them. I fell over laughing. My coworker couldn't take it anymore. He went over and pointed them to the same door I had earlier. This time the men were nice and thanked him. They went inside their theater. About 5 minutes later, someone in theater 13 hit the call light. The light is labeled press for service. I was the server assigned to that theater. I came in and saw it was the same group. They immediately got mad and asked why I was bothering them. I showed them their help light was on. I turned the light off. This is one of the strictest rules we had to follow. Get to the lights and turn off light immediately while helping the customer. He got mad and turned it back on. He then told me that the light is what reclines the chair. I told him the chairs don't recline. He continues hitting the light, turning it on and off, trying to recline the chair. He starts searching for other buttons when that didn't work. Then he got really dumb and stuck both his hands in between the seat cushions. Those seats were never cleaned and this restaurant was not very clean in general. I've had to search in those cushions for missing credit cards. They are so filthy. I saw the look of instant regret cover his face and he removed his hands, now sticky, and held them up. I couldn't resist so I said, well at least you know where the bathroom is, and I walked out. Yes, I know I was unprofessional. I was treated horribly at that job. They did some very illegal stuff. I was beat down and didn't care anymore. Thankfully I found a new job, the company filed bankruptcy a couple years ago, and I was happy to see them close down. Yeah, I mean, obviously these people were not the brightest, but can we talk about how this restaurant was like very blatantly not the cleanest and had wretched theater seats? I mean, my god, if it wasn't for the fact that they got so confused and displayed themselves to be morons in that place, they probably wouldn't come back because of the condition of the place either. Our next story is, don't overcommit? Got it, new friend. Thanks for the tip. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Worked at Big Co. for a few years as a project manager and had some good strings of project delivery. My mangler arrives. OP, bad news. Unknown PM got fired. You're taking over that HR delivery team. Crap. Being a product manager from heck, I'd heard rumors about issues with some HR projects, but Big Co. never fires product managers, so really didn't dig into my network to see what the deal was. Some poking, paying for rounds at happy hours, got the info that unknown product manager had failed to deliver some functions that HR wanted. Okay, got it. HR director knows I'm coming, sets up a meeting with their next level minions, managers, smiles, team talk, greater good ideas, etc. At the end, as I get ready to meet the development team, officious minion says, Welcome OP, let me give you some free advice. Unknown got fired for over committing on what would be delivered. I say thanks for the guidance and confirmed what beer money had told me. New project starts, we do requirements gathering. Each requirement gets assigned hours, design, development, testing, unit system user, and some for implementation. Hours get turned to dollars and then the business people, HR, need to assign a value to this requirement building a business case. Costs X to do, Y value, X is less than Y, then we do it. So we wade through HR functions and a few of the solve world hunger type requirements. World hunger doesn't make the business case cut and we get the list of requirements. Requirement doc goes out for final review. But since this isn't my first rodeo but it is a new corral, I create a document with everything that got cut. It also goes out for final review. I'm also clear that development will stop until both documents are signed off. People involved sign off both docs. Officious Minion comments, This is a great idea. All projects should have this. 
Old hands here can see where this is going, but for the new 10,000, I'll carry on. We're in the last week of user acceptance testing. Minor stuff, team fixes, and we flow them in. I get a call from the lead developer. Hey OP, officious minion has filed a critical issue that we missed a function. I say fine, what is it, and is it in the functional spec? We trade details, but the key one is it's not in the signed functional spec. I dig. Yep, it's not in the function spec, but it is in the functions that were cut document. Contact OM and go, hey, the functions you want got cut on the requirements phase. We can schedule them for a future release, but we'll need a business case. They reply, no, it must be in this release. I'm going to withhold approval until I get it. Make your team do it. Team meeting. Is this possible? Murmurs of, here we go again, eight weeks, why does this always happen? Dig around and find that OM pulled this the last three projects. They tried, failed, and unknown PM got fired. Got it. So we all agree that we can't do this and not jeopardize the release. Silence. What the freak? I say, okay, so we've got a choice. We either all agree we're not doing this, it's a really bad idea, or you decide you can do this and you spend the next eight days working around the clock. I'll back you up and if you say no, it's no. I need a bio break, you all decide, and in five minutes, tell me what you want to do. Kill video, mute, and listen. You think he can tell him no? Don't know, he's old and has been here for a while. Old? What the freak? We can't keep doing this. Yeah, my family's unhappy already with the hours. More chat back and forth. I come back in. Do we have a decision? They say yes, we can do it in six weeks. I say that's not going to fly. So we agree. Next release? They say yes. I set up a meeting with HR director and their team, along with the stakeholders for the project. I explain the current status, the new requirement, and that we can do it, but it will be at least a 10-week delay. Officious Minion goes, This is missing functionality that wasn't implemented, needs to be in this release. I say, actually, it's in the cut functions list that you all agreed to and signed off on. As I pass out the page with the requirement highlighted, and each person gets a copy of their email where they go, I agree. Officious Minion frowns and goes, Well, this is an error. I would never agree to this. I say, sorry, you did, as did all the people in the room. And you'll note that while we estimated the cost, there was no estimate of the business value. They say, well, the business value should have been followed up on. I say I did, and here's the email chain between you and I and your team about the status of this. Slide more papers around the room, papers shuffle as they read. I continue, so no business value, nobody opposed tabling it, and if you remember the first time we met you, you said, do not overcommit. And according to these emails, push, shove, rustle, you and your team have tried to jam last moment features into the last three projects and caused all of them to either be late or have systems issues. Silence as people read. Director goes, OP, with the agreed to functions, where are we? I said I need user sign off and we're good to go. They say fine, all of you get your sign off to OP by the end of the day. Officious minion, please come to my office so we can chat about this. We all nod and leave. Release goes live on schedule. Officious minion gets moved to special projects, which consists of reading the want ads until they are departing the company on new adventures. And Sanjay, the lead developer for this project and the prior three, gets a surprise bonus for keeping an awesome email trail. 
Does this just kind of imply that the last project manager that was at the helm didn't actually like keep up with the specifics of these things? and kind of was a pushover and allowed it to get run into the ground that way? Like, OP obviously covered their butt and kept a trail, but OP also was just very clearly on top of what is and isn't going on. Our next story is, I complied and cost my boss his bonus and his job. I'm a corporate professional in middle management. My boss is a senior manager and he's horrible at his job. Peter principle totally applies. He got his annual goal sent down from the corporate ether, and naturally he added these things to my list of responsibilities. He would receive a hefty bonus for completing them, I would receive none. He would take all of the credit and tell me I was lucky to have him as a mentor. He had this big shot personality, he was a smooth talker that acted like a celebrity, and he was just too important to be bothered by the lower people on the totem pole. He only wanted to interact with people he could brag about, and beyond puckering to kiss their behinds, he spent most of his time at work perusing dating apps. We were a very in-demand group within the company, and we had a revolving door of people coming to our area daily to get help from us. Non-management employees weren't allowed to have cell phones and didn't have access to email, so stopping in was their only option. My boss got furious if I wasn't in my office to catch all the traffic. Completing his goals for him required me to be out of my office. He demanded that I stay in my office for my full shift every single day and accused me of leaving the property and stealing company time because if I wasn't in my office, how would he know I was working? So I complied. I stayed in my office. When his annual review came up, he lost his bonus. Because he didn't meet a single goal for the entire year, he fell under intense scrutiny. It was found that he was using company funds and resources to take these dating app encounters to expensive places and was expensing it as work-related. He also used company funds that were meant for a building upgrade to build a new patio at his house. He asked the contractor, a friend of his, to just do the work and find a way to add the money into the company bill. He was promptly fired. Not only was this guy promptly fired, but I'm assuming there was some serious legal action going on here, right? This guy very clearly swindled thousands of dollars from the company. This dude is done for in the courts for sure. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another awesome malicious compliance story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.